Okay, guys, what, question here, what's the secret for finding hope? What's up, Recovery Warriors? Have you seen our Patreon site yet? If not, you need to go check it out. As you know, here on the podcast, you get this content for free. But over on Patreon, it gives us the opportunity to give you more interaction with us so that we can help you more in depth. So while you're listening right now, go over, hop on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N and type in the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert, and you'll find us there. Or you can click on the show notes um, to the link over to Patreon. There's next level tools and resources there. So we hope to see you over there. Now let's get on with the show. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Thank you for being here today. We have a iTunes review, which we super appreciate, and we would love to have you take a few minutes to do the same. It's titled Most Helpful Podcast. Every single episode is so helpful and insightful. Thank you for the content. My husband and I both find this podcast to be the most helpful. Thank you for your vulnerability, your positivity in a situation that is truly so painful for both of us. It's outstanding. I'm looking forward to more workshops as we are Patreons and so thankful that we have subscribed. Hope to come to a workshop in Utah sometime. Awesome. Cool. Love to have them. That's cool. So speaking of that, this episode is is a little bit different than a normal episode. What this content is right now that we're going to go through, it's kind of a a snippet of our course, Shattered to Thriving. And um, so we're going to give you a piece of that. And so if you go to shatteredtothriving.com, you can get on our list to to get into this course. The course is a six-week module course. There's a ton of content. There's a ton about moving forward. Um, and, and it really helps you go from shattered to thriving. So um, enjoy this content and uh, we'll, we'll get right into it. So what we're talking about here in module number one is going from a state of hopelessness to a state of hope. And one of the most, I think, powerful and important tools to move through um, that process is, is validation. So there's, there's, there's stages in that validation process that are important that, that I really want to break down and I really want to discuss, okay? So the first one is um, validation from us, validation from somebody, basically, um, for us to be able to say to you, whether you're struggling with the addiction or whether you've been betrayed, that you know what? Your pain is real and it's okay that you have it. We understand it. We see it. We know that it's there. Um, you're not alone in it, right? And so you can hear from us, me, Ashton, and Kobe, that it is real for you, right? Do you guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, I just, I wish I had something like this in the beginnings um, or even anytime because sometimes I chose to isolate myself. And so having the validation of I'm not alone, I'm not crazy, and that my pain is valid, and then I can move through it. Right, would have been super helpful. So, um, right, it's yes. it's isn't it crazy how when you're in a state of hopelessness, 
and you go and you hear people talking about what you're going through. So they're talking about the pain that you're in. It helps you move through that pain some. So so if they've had similar experiences, even if they're educating you about what's going on with you, it's validating to you. And it feels good that, hey, like somebody knows what's going on with me. Um, it feels really good. So the the interesting part is is that I was I'm an extrovert by nature, but as far as addictions concerned, I was so isolated and so 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 alone, and nobody was safe for me. Nobody was safe for me, and I kept people at arm's length. But but being in this particular place is really unique because I can tell the guys. So if it's not the guys, but I can tell the addicted, whether you're man or woman, we understand. I understand how alone and how dark that place can be and how hopeless it can be. And because I lived there for so, so, so long, but I want you to know that there is hope. There is hope to change and you don't have to do it alone and you don't have to be isolated in this dark place by yourself. That's one of the prime reasons why we started the podcast was to give hope to people who were in those dark corners. Absolutely. Okay, so you get validation from us or you get validation from, from others, right? Um, the next step is, is to allow yourself to, to feel and to validate yourself. And, and we reject ourselves and we judge ourselves so much. And we think, I shouldn't feel this. I should be strong. I need to be tough for my family. I should hide this. I shouldn't feel what I'm feeling. I shouldn't be in this hopeless state. And if you, if you take it there, then what you're doing is, is, is stopping the process of the movement of that energy through you. So, so to be able to just open up and say, I'm okay as I am, I feel what I feel, and, and what I feel is, is valid and it's real for me, right? Do you have any experiences with this? Yeah, I'm thinking of a, and it, a gal in my group who I have watched her, we all have watched her make this progress and journey of the pain was so deep and was pushing it right and uh-huh. like how do i get this to stop tell me how to get to stop and you know we're trying to give her some tools and you know take care of yourself first and do these things right um and things just kept getting a little bit worse and worse mm-hmm. until that flip or the switch flipped for her she started taking care of herself she started allowing herself to be mad mm-hmm. and to say this is real this really hurts this is hard i'm right now i'm being a single mom and it's not fair she started to move through that pain and she would come to group each week and it was like okay this is cool i I'm, right. I'm physically watching her change right and the way she would talk about her life wasn't this heavy dark thing anymore she saw some hope and glimmers and then um you know she's to a point now where she did file for divorce in such a i think an inspiring way because it was out of love she said i'm doing this because i feel hope for my life and i want him to get better but he's not there Right. And so it wasn't out of But in order for her to move forward in that way, she had to stop and accept that that's where she was at, right? And it was not a quick decision. This is a a year, over a year decision. But the last four months, I would say there's been a major shift for her. Right. Every emotion is valid. And and that is both with other people. We can see their emotions as valid, but it's also with ourselves. So when we feel those things, we feel them for a reason. They're communicating to us. 
And if we can accept that we feel those things, then we can start to move forward. Um, it doesn't, it, it will never help to, to use judgment and shame to try to stop the emotion to get past it. So instead of trying to stop it, see it, feel it, validate yourself and understand that it's there and it's there for a reason. And that's pretty human. Would you say that most of us are trying to hold it down and push it because totally. we've been taught and modeled this behavior? Totally. And we have all kinds of, of reasons why we should not show this pain, right? Mm. Um, but, and we're not talking about needing to just go show it to everybody. We're just yeah. talking about internally saying to yourself, it's okay, it's okay what I feel and it's real for me that I feel this. So right? I have to add this. Part of this part for me was just saying I'm human. Absolutely. It's okay to cry because I, I looked at it as I'm not these, I'm not the strong person. I, I'm not tough. I'm not, right. if I don't, but then I realize. All of us are human. We all have feelings. We all have these hard things. Just own that I'm human. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So once, you know, you, you kind of start to feel validation from, from others, you validate yourself. The next step that's really helpful, we all want validation from our partners who, who, are, who are closest to us, that yeah. our intimate partners. We really want them to see the most vulnerable parts of us. And not just see it, but also let us know that we're understood and that we're okay. And so what I hear a lot of is, is couples come in and they're saying, they're not validating me. They're not validating me. They don't see me. They think I'm crazy. They, just, you know, they, they won't connect to my heart. And the reality is, is if they want validation, one of the best things they can do is give validation. And, and so once, once you realize that your feelings are okay, um, and if you can take a step back and you can try to have some compassion for them and where they're at, you're actually opening it up, hopefully, not guaranteed, but opening it up for them to be safe to validate you back. Okay. So okay? it's not going to happen the first time you do it, probably. And it might not happen, <laughs> but but it gives it a chance, right? And as you validate them, you'll learn things about you and you'll learn things about your process of why you're going through what you're going through. Right. There's, I mean, I've, I've got a story about this that's that visually is really important to me. Um, I, I worked with a guy who was a college basketball player, and uh, he's actually one of my groups. And um, he, before he had kids, his wife had this really, really devastating moment, um, and she, he said, she was in the bathroom and she was on the floor in the fetal position, sitting up, knees to chest, and she was just sobbing. And he said, I didn't know what to do, but I wanted to be there for her. And he said, I sat down next to her on the floor, and I put my arm around her, and I didn't say anything, but just held her. Yeah. And that gave her permission to continue to feel and it gave um, her permission. I didn't give her permission, but but the message from from him to her was, "I'm here for you." And he he wasn't trying to make it better. He wasn't trying to offer solutions. He just was there. Right. And I kind of like it. And 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 so for me, that was really great because this guy's like <laughs> like six eight or something like that, right? And he's sitting next to his wife and just being the rock and the support that she needs without trying to fix. Um, he he had to get out of himself. He had to leave leave himself and not right. think about where he was. 
And he also had to disconnect from the idea that maybe in part her pain came from him. Right. But he didn't know that for sure. But he had to separate himself from those things so he could be there for her. And I often liken this to like if like Ashlyn had uh, spinal fusion like 18 months ago, maybe more. And um, I stayed in the hospital the two nights and three days that you were there. And she legit was like, go somewhere else, go home and shower, please go home and shower, go eat, this bed's horrible. And it was just a hospital bed that sucked. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere because I can't do anything else. We have all the support work from, from the nurses and the doctors to take care of you. The only thing I can do is just be by your side when you hurt. Right. And, and that's, that's essentially what this guy did with his wife. He, he was by her side as a support. But, but think about, and when you're in a state of hopelessness or a state of shame or whatever, it's really hard to go and give energy to somebody else, right? It's, it's hard to hold space and to, to see them. And um, However, as you give that space, as you give that energy, you'll get it back. Um, so when you open up possibility for them to feel whatever they're feeling, yeah. you'll also feel within yourself possibility to feel whatever you're feeling. Yeah. And, and as, you, as you resonate together, um, you'll start to feel some movement forward right so um so you know it like garner that strength to go sit next to somebody mm-hmm. and just listen and hold space understand them validate them right well i have to say it's cool you hear what you are saying is probably what all of our listeners want to be right. understood to have someone right. listen right and so you're saying hey model the behavior you want in someone else. Give yeah. it give it to tr- to try to get it. Yeah. Right? Okay, so let's talk about receiving it now, okay? So receiving validation is letting somebody um, love you and understand you, um, listen to you. So a- as you're working through hopelessness, you're opening up, you're venting, you're talking, you're trying to sort it out, you're exploring what you're actually feeling. And if somebody is there and they're empathetic and they're understanding, they will be critical for you to move through these emotions if you let them. Now, you might not let them because you got your own shame and you're shutting down your, 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 your defenses come up, right? Right. Um, but I've seen this happen where I, I, I've done a lot of like disclosures and we're going to talk about disclosure in, I believe it's module two. Um, but I've done a lot of disclosures and I, I've seen this happen a couple times where the guy's coming in, in a really humble, willing place. And he's doing the disclosure out of understanding and empathy for her. And she's coming in scared. Um, but as he's as he's been really empathetic and understanding of her pain, I've actually seen it where she listens to the disclosure and becomes really compassionate and validating and understanding of his process and what he's been through. It like flips on its head. You think that she'd just be going out in a rage thing, hearing all this stuff. And she's like, oh my gosh, your feelings and your addiction and everything that you've been through is real for a reason. I can see it now. Yeah, it starts to make sense. Yeah. And it feels real. And that's not what a disclosure's for, for him, but it feels really good for him to know that she understands him now on a whole new level, right? But the, the only reason, the, the only way that he really got there was he was willing to 
on to, to, to try to sort through her pain with her. Right. And, but, but it's awesome when that connection starts to happen because there's a, there's a, there's a feeling that comes of like pure relief. It's like, Oh, I'm loved. Um, somebody can sort through this pain with me and it, it it's healing. And that's where you're going from that hopeless state into some hope when that validation on both sides start to happen. Okay. Love it. Love it. All right. The last one is actually not the last one at all. Um, it's the most important. And if you, if you can have it, then you can be vulnerable to getting validation in all these other places. And that's just knowing that you're valid to God. You know, no matter who you are or what you feel, that God does see you, he knows you, he's connected to you. And if, if you know that, then you can step into the pain so much easier and so much better. So to, to find that somehow, some way, I'm not going to preach to you and tell you how, you how you need to find God, but to be open to finding that love, that unconditional love that God will give you so that you can feel whatever you need to feel. That's very right. much tied to loving yourself, but validation from God was one of the key functions of recovery for me. Absolutely. I'm just going to share because I know a lot of people struggle with spirituality during this process. Very normal. And so it can be this like literal, I'm I'm reading scripture and it's, it's this new relationship I formed, but I felt it when I go out by myself and I go skiing and it starts snowing and it's beautiful. Utah is beautiful. And I just feel like embraced yeah. by God's love. Like you, this is for you. Yeah. I know you love this and here it is. Yeah. And that's how I find but it. If, but if you're not noticing God validating you, you probably won't see it. Oh right? yeah. You got to have eyes to see. Yeah. But if you open it up, it's everywhere. Yeah. So it's cool. It's very cool. Guys, this is just a snippet of the uh, module one, module one of six on uh, this course from shattered to thriving. And if you go to shatterthethriving.com, um, you can be one of the first to to learn and, and to get access to this if it's not ready. But I, I think we're getting pretty close on that. So um, and just know that that's there. Go to that site, and then you can be notified when it is available. Um, and that's what this, this episode's about. So, guys, thanks for being here. Appreciate it very much. And uh, peace out. See ya. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link to our Patreon site.